0: Thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I am your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my soundman extraordinaire, Rico G. Yo, what's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And this is episode 47. Yeah. I want to give a shout out. I want to give a shout out to the dude on Twitter who, uh, I I have a very warm place in my heart for people who have nuanced ways of pointing out hypocrisy. And so uh, I want to give a shout out to the guy on Twitter who decided to make a fake Twitter account and just copy and paste all of Donald Trump's tweets and retweet them. But just as if it was from his account, mm-hmm. he got banned. Yeah. <laughs> and it just shows the hypocrisy of of, of Twitter that they That's they, hilarious. First of all, I don't I don't think he should have gotten banned. And I don't believe that Trump should get banned either. Like at some point, you know, they they you do your due diligence, like you put tags on times in which he lies overtly, but the fact that they banned him, I think, is just so hypocritical and and it's just like, oh, come on, guys. But anyway, yeah, man. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, I'll jump into the RIPs for today. Get those out of the way. Um, RIP, Maurice Gordon murdered by New York, New Jersey state troopers, RIP to Eric Salgado murdered by Oakland, uh, PD, RIP to Robert Forbes killed by a counter protester in Bakersfield, California. And also we had uh, a death in the entertainment field, Jas Waters, who, um, is a journalist. She was very prevalent in the hip hop industry, but um she was also a, a a show writer and she was one of the writers on that show kidding that I talk about. Ah. And so yeah, it, I actually didn't know that until her passing, but I was very happy to see that there was an African American woman that was that was on that writing board and evidently she was very influential in a lot of the storylines And um
1: That's awesome.
0: So I wanted to give her a shout out, you know. Unfortunately, her she's getting most of her flowers from me post mortem. But I just wanted to to put her name out there as well. But yeah, <clears throat> alrighty. So uh, you been watching anything? Yeah, I um
1: same old anime as usual. But actually, keeping with the animation theme, I caught the um the Constantine animated movie, uh, City of Demons. Okay, was that good?
0: That one was pretty interesting. Um, okay, it's a DC property, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I look, I, I'm, I'm i i i'll give dc credit where it's due and they've been keeping pretty solid with the constantine storyline so yeah their animations are pretty good I,
1: I i i liked how um i liked his showing in justice league i'm uh, um, dark, you know, Apoc- dark apocalypse yeah, yeah. Dark apocalypse dark side war i liked yeah. his showing there so i was like oh let me give this one a shot and it was pretty good it was uh it, it was pretty good I, i'm with it i like it there was just only one part that I didn't like was in the middle. He starts having sex with the embodiment of Los Angeles, and that a what? kind of yeah, yeah, exactly. I believe that is the correct response. Yes. Okay. So yeah, Los Angeles has like a physical form, and she needed to have sex with Constantine for
0: some reason. Reasons. Reasons. You know what I mean? So, I mean, but are there any reasons not to have sex with Los Angeles? <laughs> I mean, if you're about your city, you know what I mean? Uh as a matter of fact, at the end of the movie where she
1: offered to do it again, he was like, nah, if I were to sleep in a city, I'd rather it be London. So London. So uh, yeah, 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 show, show it down pretty hard.
0: <laughs> Savage,
1: nigga! You shut it down pretty tough. That's crazy. It, it was pretty dope. I liked it. I like this new. Um, i want to watch
0: it. that. She sounds crazy. Yeah, like, it's that's pretty a, cool. Who thinks of that?
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's it's a tragedy, I will say that. It ends on a yeah, yeah. It it ends on a pretty gut punch. You know, what I mean, on the one end, the, on the one hand, the way it ended, I was like, oh, they're gonna go with that hokey bullshit, but they did a, a a new twist in an old classic that I like. That ended the movie in like a severe gut punch and shit. But uh, yeah, I liked it. It was just basically, you know, Constantine always is, a, you know, he's down in his life, he's in a funk, drinking or whatever. And you know what and it's saying? a very typical state of <laughs> mind for him. And then paranormal, paranormal ships, paranormal shit pulls him out of his apartment and leads him down a roller coaster of <laughs> uh, madness. But that was it was pretty fun. I would definitely recommend the um the what's it called? Constantine. Constantine City of Demons. City of Demons. Okay. Yeah, I definitely recommend. it That was pretty fun.
0: That's what's up. Yeah, I haven't caught too much else. So I've been keeping up with Insecure. <sighs> nice. How's that going? uh it's not it's not bad like i definitely don't watch it for oh man i niggas killed me because last week i talked about like what was Issa's character's name again isa yeah and so um, what and of course another trope that i said that i do not like is when people fucking put their themselves or their name as the character like uh, theatrical you know separation has to exist it's it's not just there for funsies like right. it's there to help keep the person engrossed in the actual you know what i mean world that they're looking into which is fine because i mean it, the show literally takes place and that's what makes it even harder to separate from like is this Issa biographically or is this isa just a character Is <laughs> because it takes place in like the same place where Issa grew up and all that stuff and so it's like All right. But anyway, that's Hitherto. Um, Lawrence and Issa, man, those characters, gosh, they're pretty insipid, man. (laughs) The two of them are pretty much the worst thing ever. I watch it definitely for the surrounding characters. The rest of the characters are actually really dynamic and fun to watch. Like, Issa's just a total fucking train wreck. Like, like, I I don't know how, like, man, it just speaks to how sterilized our environment is when you can, like, make 90% bad decisions and still coast through. (laughs) <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, like that shit's crazy that shit's crazy quite a bit but um yeah no you know what, which character i really like is molly i like molly's character even though she makes a lot of poor decisions but they're poor decisions rooted in uh you know what i mean like a mindset that she can then work away from yeah. they're not just like arbitrarily bad such the ideas like <laughs> If you know when people just just do dumb (laughs) shit, you're like, oh, man, there was no possible way you were going to get this right. Yeah. Because you just took a shot into the dark. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. no. And in the wrong direction mm
1: -hmm. while facing the wrong way.
0: To completely not doing anything that would would garner success in a given situation. Molly is more like she has cultural uh, moorings that she has to kind of just shake off to get to the place where she wants to be. You know what I mean? And Mm so I really much... Uh, more enjoy watching her character's growth over the course of the show than um than Issa's for sure. Um, <laughs> and fucking Lawrence, man, like I'm pretty sure Lawrence is a fuck boy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's his character because like the that's thing is is like. Funny. The only way you could tell if you're like truly a fuck boy is if like you're 35, 36, and you're still doing that shit. <laughs> then you're like, oh, no you're that's definitely a you fuck. Are. Yeah, that's, yeah who that's who you are. Who you are. know <laughs> what I mean? Because when you're 23, you <laughs> might perform a lot of fuck boy uh, maneuvers, that's, that's but that's out of lack of not knowing not to do that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so Lawrence, I think, is really coming into just being a, 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 a fuck boy, but we'll see where that nigga comes out. Um, but, uh, yeah, Issa's character, I, I... I don't even, like, know where to go in on her, like, her... <laughs> like That bad, huh? Bruh! Like, it's a total... Issa's absolutely the bitch your homeboy's are. It's like, yo, stay the fuck away! What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, nigga? What are you doing right now? Like, are you for uh, real funny. about to take this ride? Because if you ask me to come help you later on, I'm not gonna. That's the kind of shit, you know what I mean? She's, yeah. she's that kind of chick. Um... That's pretty funny. And I don't mean that to be pejorative, because I actually think Issa is very pretty, but the problem is, is that her character is fucking retarded. Yeah, And I don't say that to to, to be mean.
1: People value pretty or attractiveness a little too high in the real world. I will
0: say, though, that, like, never the more do you see the the name of the show, Insecure, manifested more than in Lawrence. That nigga is driven... All of his bad decisions are driven by his insecurity. Like, and it's like, belay- and it's it's extra uh, being that's like, rough. I'm similar to his demographic, and so I very much could see like, oh nigga, no, you gotta fight that impulse. Oh, if you don't <laughs> fight that impulse, nigga, woo, child, it's gonna lead you down a bad Oh, road. it's bad because it's not that like. That's the thing about being a fuck nigga is like, I totally understand the impulse. What makes you a fuck nigga is not being able to fight that impulse and do the right thing anyway. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, like it's human to have the impulse it's it's to really embrace being a fuck nigga to like go through with all of the lies God. and <laughs> shitty manipulation that you're about to go about you know what i mean like mm-mm. but yeah um uh, i i i am enjoying it i can't say that i'm not like i would be remiss to not at least interject like i am enjoying it very much so if you are inclined to watch it I mean, that's you probably what should do so absolutely um but yeah, that's pretty much all I've been watching. I've been trying to, you know, indulge in things that are more productive as of late. So yeah. I've been working out more, so that's been cutting into my, like my viewing time. I've been spending a lot more time with Kendrick and stuff like that. So, or being more saying. proactive with that time because this this nigga's standing up now. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, it's oh, it's the it's, running it's, stages are right, right. Like the crawling was bad enough. Like it was, it was funny watching him go from like. I'll crawl and shimmy a couple of feet and then get tired to, like, where if I turn around and turn around, like, if I turn away for, like, maybe three or four seconds, I turn back around, he might be in the other room <laughs> type of shit. That nigga will <laughs> crawl exactly. fast. He's like, I got a mission, bro. Bruh. But, yeah, so I haven't watched much else than that. I've just been indulging and in insecure when I get my time with my girl, but, um. That doesn't mean that I haven't been watching plenty of bullshit on the fucking internet of what's been going on around the country. So, let's go ahead and get into that. There's been yeah, some interesting yeah. um entertainment stuff going on, so we'll probably start with those. Um, King Crooked and Joel Ortiz, two parts of the um of the Slaughterhouse family, putting out a project. I'm looking forward to that. I love some lyrical miracle shit, nigga. Yeah, Fuck yeah. niggas on the internet who be like, oh, that lyrical miracle shit, you ain't rapping. Nah, nigga. It's because... <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and somebody made a really good point that I read um, on hip hop Twitter was um, we got to stop classifying just rapping fast as lyrical miracle. That's not that's not lyrical miracle. Rapping fast is just rapping fast. Mm-hmm. Lyrical miracle is being able to actually put words together in a meaningful fashion yeah. while delivering them skillfully. So lyrical miracle might not even be fast. Lyrical miracle, like that's that that's what Freddie Gibbs is. Cause this nigga Freddie Gibbs' cadence can vary in the middle of a song to match the beat in in an in almost instrumental fashion. And so that's like lyrical miracle. You know what I mean? And so yeah, yeah. I love that shit. And Slaughterhouse. Had a gang of lyrical miracle niggas, of and so watching Crooked uh, boys, Crooked Eye, Joel Ortiz, <laughs> killers, Joel weird. Ortiz and Crooked Eye are about to put together a nasty project. And right now they have access. I'm sure that just with their camps, they have access to some amazing production. I'm looking forward to that shit for real, real. Yeah, so that um, sounds hot. Yeah. Um. Oh man. Uh. Placed. Sony did a a presentation today released the design of the of the ps5 nice it's nice. looking crazy so i <laughs> I, I thought i i thought that they had um i had missed the first part where they were debuting some of the games but um i thought that i might have missed the pricing but evidently they didn't release the pricing oh, okay. um most of the people were talking about well you know the speculation is that it's going to re- maintain that 500 to 550 price mark but there are two versions of it there's there's a version that comes where it's just Wi-Fi enabled and has no hard disk. And that's a trap. I think it's a trap. I, a trap. I, but hard it's because board. I am an old school gamer at heart, and I will always want to put a disc into my my console. Like, why would you buy a console and not put a disc in it? Like, with, then buy a PC and shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even.
1: Well, then again, nowadays with the where with the way the game, the PlayStation is set up without the internet, you can't play it anyway, regardless. So.
0: Yeah, but them things, you can't, um, I like having my discs as storage because I didn't realize, like, yo, you realize the games are, like, 400 gigs now? Yeah,
1: they're getting huge.
0: Yeah, so, like, you could put maybe Final Fantasy VII Remake and, like, one other smaller game on on a PS4 before it's already full. And so, like, yeah, it's... I don't know if I would be willing to do away with my disc drive, but they do offer two models of the PS5: one with the disc drive, one without. So there's probably going to be variable pricing with that. Yo,
1: that shit is mad
0: goofy looking, bro. Nah, man, I like that it. Mad I, like goofy that shit. Looking, nah, man. I like that shit. Nah, I like that shit, nigga. The weird rabbit here, bro, 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 bro. This shit why? Is so goofy? Why you gotta be slanderous, bro? <laughs>
1: And oh, man, they're like I don't mind it. I don't mind the look. On the it looks like a really fancy Xbox modem controller. Too? It looks like a crazy modem. <laughs> exactly. I mean, whatever. I guess. Actually, it looks like um. Damn, I remember that that uh cool architect. But it looks like one of the houses built by the architect. That we oh, the uh
0: Frank Lloyd houses. Wright. That's the one.
1: That's the one. It looks like a Frank Lloyd Wright house. Yeah it does look crazy but i don't
0: mind it because it'll stand out on your in your in your uh environment of of devices it'll definitely stand out
1: i hope that shit comes in black i don't want no all white playstation that's that
0: is actually something i would agree i prefer i actually have been a huge fan of the all black playstation like i've i've been a huge fan of the fact that they've maintained that aesthetic throughout yeah but playstation 2 3 and 4
1: yeah like bro do i got an all white house bro no (laughs) i mean even though my walls are white that was my choice Mm-mm. feel me and ain't of my furniture white so it's it's gonna look weird i mean not that i really
0: care and about the the game lineup was pretty them. hot i didn't catch all of them so i'll probably do a breakdown next um next episode but the what i saw the graphics looked amazing like the it, the, the next generation of games it's gonna the graphical fidelity is gonna be next level uh uh
1: okay okay
0: Marvel Spider-Man
1: Miles Morales, the next chapter yeah, in the next wanted... Spider-Man series, focus on Miles Morales. Lost mm, his that's what I'm saying. I oh, want to wait, wait no. until they release some the more. It's holiday 2020, so it can't be on the PS5 because that's not coming out 2020, is it? And
0: it'll have a PS5 adaption, so it'll and probably so come out on PS4 and PS5. It'll be really good then because that's usually when the best mm-hmm. game comes out is in between the cross sure. of the consoles. for sure. But yeah, we'll definitely do a breakdown of all of that stuff because. Um, want I want I, I more solid information to come out because now these are just the announcements so in the next week you know they're about to drop all of the information because now it's just announced Yeah, the everyone's gonna be looking, probably yeah.
1: off or at least reduced
0: a little bit Loosen. so we'll see we'll see what shakes out of the tree then and then we'll we'll, we'll wrap about that but yeah the p s five news was, was was pretty fire i i I already saw the tech breakdown prior to this and so like uh i i I was well aware and firmly uh anxious for for what was com- for what was coming because the description of the of the hardware that they put into their technical um, discussion that they did a little while back in lieu of i forgot one of the conferences that was canceled um really put out a machine that was capable of a next level experience so seeing it all come together in this i'm, I'm just reassured i've i'm not an xbox nigga man the memes are amazing bro <laughs> the trash box i love that shit bro did some of photoshop the top of the xbox uh, to look like it's a, a trash it's can oh it's too good uh, but yeah um man i'm a huge fan of van lathan and so i was super here uh disappointed to hear him Throw his lot in with the Xbox, and he's a longtime Xbox <laughs> yeah. fan. And I was like, "Ugh, man, man." The Xbox. I mean, I don't like the Xbox design either. I feel like that. I don't like boring. nothing about the Xbox. Nothing about it. <laughs> There's not even a single That's thing about sure.
1: it. I do like that special one. They had like a special design casing. That's one of the
0: games making for it that made it look like all futuristic, like a gear and shit. Mm, fuck that fresh. though. <laughs> fuck Microsoft, bro. I just I'm can't just never support it. anything that Microsoft. I'm not does. saying
1: to support it. I'm just saying I like I the design.
0: Nah, nigga. <laughs> I'm, not even gonna, I'm not even willing to give them that. I'm <laughs> but yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing what what, what comes down the pipe for um some more of the PS5 games. Oh man. The, the 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 twitter feed about niggas and getting their ps5 pre-orders is epic bro i'm not pre-ordering <laughs> nothing no nah, no nah, but bro it's like it's always like memes of like a, a like a hood black dude in a white person's house with like a, a fucking older white per- person photoshopped into it and he's on his cell phone ps5 secure <laughs> ps5 pre-order secured like <laughs> They usually go over here sleeping with, with, with older white women to give you know get that get, get that get bread PS5. for the PS5 pre order. It's funny. It's oh, terrible. I can evidently that's a evidently as a trope. Every, niggas be sleeping with women for, for game pre-orders. I've never imagined doing that. <laughs> I would never like imagined. Fuck nigga, you'd know by now if you were what You feel me? Bro, that shit is <laughs> wild, bro. That Twitter thread had me laughing you'd for a solid 15 now. minutes, bro, just scrolling. Chocolate at these dumbass niggas. Like, are you for real? Is this what niggas do?
1: Right. Uh, I I be like, I uh, I don't get it. Why is he in the other person's house? Why can't he just get his own place? PlayStation.
0: Yeah, you know, my nigga, what's my, what's but what's my nigga, I I, I. This is the this is I guess this is just a byproduct of Caribbean upbringing. I never once even dawned on me to scam someone to get a pre-order for something. I, don't know. I never once thought of stealing from someone else to get the shit that I wanted. Mm-hmm. It didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> like I'm sitting here thinking like that I guess that is what a thief would think. Like, "Huh, I want this. I can steal from someone else to get the resources to get that." Never <laughs> once dawned on. Hey, man. I
1: firmly believe that America runs on two models, right? Mm-hmm. One of them is just sucker born every minute, mm-hmm. and the other one is the American dream. Yeah, those yeah, are yeah. the
0: two models that America <laughs> runs on. Which one do you believe in? You feel me? Nah, and I'm from. I'm a firm believer in not fucking with any of the models presented to you. <laughs> like, no, nigga, that is the correct I, I, answer. I am sure. the most infuriating person. That if you give answer. me options, nine times out of ten. I will I will insert an option somewhere <laughs> between some of your options and take my own option and, yes, and be like, hey, man. listen, listen, you gave me those options, I made an option for myself, and that's the one that I'm going to choose to take. Shout out to <laughs> Sean William Scott in the Rundown who did
1: exactly that. Yeah, who was always like, well, what about option C? Yeah, <laughs> what about option C? Never talked I'm about waving that. the leg. You know what I'm saying? What about option C?
0: Oh, that's hilarious, but yeah. um. In other entertainment news, NASCAR takes an odd turn and decides (laughs) to ban the Confederate flag. I'm just kidding. They turn right. (laughs) Low. Oh, that that was a good one. All right, nigga, you out here podding, okay? All right. You out here taking shots and shit. No, that was a good one. No, in in a surprise turn of events, NASCAR decides to stand on the right side of history and ban the Confederate flag. Now, this is the wild part to me. I almost thought that NASCAR was exclusively patronized by racist white people. Now I'm now, and I'm not even mad at just them for an that overgeneralization of the South. Is it? Yeah, like you remember, like when a lot of people but I don't do, think it's like... an overgeneralization for anywhere in America. Most of the <laughs> white people you encounter are going to be racist. Like, that's funny. I mean, that's just my bad, but yeah, it's just crazy because I'm just like, yo, that okay, I guess I really, honestly, like never imagined that nascar would take that stance i am very much surprised yeah that does now, seem i am this kind of skeptical negative be like oh no they just want to they just want to get minorities to like show up at their events so that the racist people will get them like it feels like a bait and switch to me like hey guys <laughs> we support black lives I
1: mean, to be fair, that would be a horrible idea on their part because it wouldn't make them any money. Because then they'd have to. Spend and time
0: it's them. a completely utter fallacy like that, their viewership has actually been on the decline, such that it actually does pay off for them to court the, Get more the, black the people. yeah, because we ain't got nobody. Oh anyway. no, nigga, what? No, wait, 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 wait. First of all, I think that I think that even white people realize that if black people were in NASCAR, would probably be the best drivers. <laughs> I'm just I'm just I I think that they I think that even white people know Uh, that and so they're like we need to make where do you go when you want to swag out something where do who do what culture do you draw upon when you want to make it entertaining you go to black people make it new and hip. Yeah, I mean, I think even white people realize that even if black people drove slower, they would win because they're cooler. <laughs> it just is what it is. His rims
1: are spinning in the opposite direction. Like his car, car is driving. completely not tuned to
0: do this. Why does he have? Oh why goodness. does he have endorsements on his windshield? That's I'm hilarious. telling you, Ricky Bobby is would be that. the prototype for every every black driver. <laughs> And that is what it is, and you know what NASCAR would flourish, yeah, Be- just like everything else that goes to black people to get to get popping. And so I think that even NASCAR, because of the decreasing viewership, has decided, ah, we can't win for not winning. Yeah. You know what I mean? We c- you can't win for not winning, so you might as well go with the the culture that makes everything that is fucking hot in this country. We've we've exhausted white people's ability to turn left. Who thought you had a good run you had a good fucking run nascar you had a good run like how long has nascar been around where they've been driving and just turning left a long time so you know if they're now like you know what we've exhausted that we're tapping the black market right on nascar good for you you guess what you will benefit greatly from it like everyone who fucks with black people thank you for acknowledging it fuck you um, Starbucks when are you gonna fucking pull up nah they know that black people will never pay that much money for coffee <laughs> we just won't they can't believe the, Starbucks will never fuck with black people because they can't produce something that we can't produce in our home right I mean I don't mm. know what the I, I've never been all that enthralled to coffee no I love coffee I fucking hate Starbucks the company <laughs> with a burning passion it's like funny. nah like I hope that the, I hope several Starbucks are burned down in the looting <laughs> I hope so like that's just my my, my wishes but Nah, man. Uh, in other entertainment news, before I call out any more violence against corporate entities, um, I guess. Oh, man. So, how do you feel about the business with uh, YG uh, shooting a music video at a memorial for Breonna Taylor? It's pretty tacky. I thought it was tacky, too. I personally. <sighs> Are the proceeds
1: going to Breonna's family? Oh, if this. Do th- they have Brianna's family's permission? Those are the two no, important questions. They definitely right? don't have Brianna's okay. family's
0: permission, but. Yeah, that's that's pretty tacky. Well, see, my thing is, is for whatever he was doing, he was. He's an artist. So whatever he. If he's gonna lend his talents to something to bring awareness to something, it's gonna be in the in the frame and lens of his art, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so can we be mad at him for doing that? I believe in hindsight, I personally wouldn't do that. It seems tacky, but in the in the air of not wanting to be overly critical for no reason, I would give him a little bit of 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 bail if that he was going to. If it worked in bringing light to Breonna Taylor's situation. Well, not... I mean, obviously, she is deceased. Um, the circumstances of her murder. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if that was the goal, yeah. then I can support that. Yeah, that's and... what I feel about
1: it too. If it was, like... If it was for her in that way, definitely. If it was for her benefit or for the benefit that the movement is currently... That we're currently fighting for at the moment... Then we can do that. Then, then he can do that, and I wouldn't think it's that tacky. You know what I'm saying? It'll be just like a too soon thing. But like you said, between artistic freedom, that's sort of like that's a little bit of a give and take. But if it's just you know like an attention grab type deal, then uh, I think that's I, I don't think you should really do that right now. But it's I don't know, man. Hers is especially
0: tragic too. Nah, hers is, and and and. I will continuously support in whatever way whether it is clicking buttons or showing up in person for whatever uh cause is pushing forward the the idea of getting those men arrested. I can't believe that the men who murdered her haven't been detained yet. Yeah. Like Louisville. That's Louisville, right? That's I believe that's Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. What the fuck, yo? Like what the fuck? And um I believe his name is Charles Booker. I've been trying to do what I can to spend to, to to raise digital awareness around his campaign. He's running in uh for a Congress seat in in Kentucky. We gotta you got we gotta get people in empowered over there to to do something about this. And that starts with getting Mitch McConnell the fuck up out of there.
1: For sure, for sure.
0: You know what I mean? Because that shit is crazy. We need yo, if you have any like if, If you have any resources, if your impulse is to demonstrate, we got to make it in in, in this woman's name as well. Like, there's many, many trans women. There's many, many minority women. There's there's a plethora of people that we could do this in honor of. But if we're talking about, like, people who were brought into the media uh, eye, I mean, the fact that they haven't... Arrested these men is, is egregious to me. That shit is crazy.
1: They arrested her boyfriend, who they shot at.
0: Though. You know what I mean? Thank God he's he's been released at this point. Like the it, it's funny because um, I think it was Ron Perlman. Out of nowhere, like I mean, shout out to Hellboy as firm a stance you could take on Twitter. Shout out to first, the first Hellboy, the first Hellboy, as firm a stance as you could take on Twitter. Put out a statement saying, we squarely understand that by not arresting these police officers, you have given the entire public a huge fuck you, Louisville Department of Police. And you can meet us in the streets. And I was like, whoa. And I'm like, that's, I mean, if, if Ron Perlman shows up in the streets and backs that shit up, I he will have, I will be a, a, a much more stalwart <laughs> Ron Perlman fan because that shit's crazy. That that's that's yeah. a for, like i mean i just didn't expect someone like him um to take any kind of ideological stance for something like that and so i thought that, that was very encouraging and and i want to encourage take like the whole point of things like that is to encourage people to go to the streets that's why i was so happy that he called like like i will i will, i am making this statement digitally but i absolutely want you to understand that i'm planning to meet you in real life that shit that's that's what the shit is good for. When you and 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 I think that it's so important to do so because what it does is it disenfranchises law enforcement to try to utilize those platforms. Because if everyone is making those kind of statements on these platforms, then guess what? What you're gonna prepare for every single one? That I don't think you can do.
1: Speaking of that, uh, shout out to the Korean um, pop group BTS and their fans. <laughs> We're flooding the police scanners and one of their little snitch apps with like memes of BTS in support of Black Lives Matter. So, well, so yeah, shout out to them. That's when awesome. When you said that, that reminded me of that. So,
0: but yeah, and, and it's important to be like the, this digital space can be used to pacify people to to trick them into to feel like they're doing something when they're really not, and it's up to us to utilize it in such a fashion. To let them know that we are fully... This generation is fully aware of how to r- reap real uh, uh, ramifications for digital actions. They are very clear on yeah, how to for do sure, so. For sure. They very much know how to fuck with your pockets digitally. They know how <laughs> to fuck with your image digitally. They know how to fuck with your private information digitally. And it's, and and all of those have real life consequences. And so I'm really appreciative that that there is uh that body of people that have that spirit of like anonymous that are trying to like all right cool these things have real life correlatives and we will release information on on these terrible people that will have real life ramifications for being known you know what i mean yeah but yeah uh that was interesting um damn how did i get off of that from yg (laughs) 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 but um i just also wanted to shout out um uh, a Twitter uh, group that's been forming uh, called Black Men Build, and what it is is it's trying to give a unified voice for that the mid generation black man. You know what I mean? It, it, I think it's a it's something that is sorely needed because there is a whole disaffected generation of 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 black men between I would say thirty five and forty two that. We're, we're young by our standards because we're only halfway through our life. So we're young. We have a lot of life ahead of us. But we haven't been properly engaged in the political sphere. And so we don't have a unified voice. We're all very, and I, and I can include myself as part of this group, we are, we are impacting in the, the arenas that, that we can engage in. But because there is no unified voice, like there's no, there's a unified voice of old white men. It's called the government. You know what I mean? There's a unified voice of middle-aged white men. It's called McKinsey in every fucking think tank. You know what I mean? Like they have unified voices with institutions and for black men, we have none. We have no institution that represents our zeitgeist. And so they're attempting to build one with this black men build um, idea because it is the idea that we are in transition. We are building this network. But at the same time, we need to have that unified voice to be able to have any kind of impact on things. But, yeah, um, it's, it's run by Philip Agnew, who was a former Bernie Sanders campaign um, advisor, um, Tef Poe who's just a straight up street don that I'm familiar that I'm that's all I'm familiar with him is that he's a nigga in the streets that makes shit happen. He just gets shit done. <laughs> like not nah, when there's shit in the street that needs to the get done. That's title ever. That's <laughs> yo, call Tef Poe. He will get the that shit done. Shitty. Like, "Oh, I need to call organize Tef these po, people." good to go. Yeah, Tef Poe handles shit from what I understand. And so they are building this network. And so they have a huge amount of social capital with me. So I just wanted to put them out there in the air. Um, I look forward to, to, to following them, seeing how they build up and go forward. But um, yeah, let's go into some political topics now since I've already uh, segued into that. Man, I want to start by saying this fucking voting debacle in Georgia is just about the last thing that I needed to see to show me that this whole fucking this country's done. I, I, like I hope people understand like the country as you know it is done you know what I mean like like the the way things used to go where there were like s- elections and all of that shit that shit ain't happening no more that you know what I mean like where people people used to be able to like go out and 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 and, and express themselves in the political sphere through their electoral vote that ain't happening no more. Like that shit in Georgia was obscene. Like I've seen third world countries that manage better elections than Georgia, and Georgia has a higher GDP than a lot of third world countries. Don't ever get it twisted. Georgia might be in the south, but that bitch ain't poor. She a gem, and it is a damn shame. And shame on you, Stacey Abrams. That's your state. You would have went over there running on 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 making sure that the elections run well. You were the one on running on the, the, the voter suppression and counteracting it and all that shit. You don't have to be in elected office to fight against, especially when you have the political capital you do. Especially when you got millions donated to you by Bloomberg to your organization. Why the fuck can't y'all niggas do anything about making sure these elections actually come through functioning? That's some bullshit. Shame on you, girl. And you want us to sit here and rally behind you for VP? Come on, man! As and and that really pisses me off because for the past decade, black women, since since Michelle Obama, black women have been lauded as the as 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 one of the the stalwarts in our in our in our society, and they are rightfully they were lauded, and I hate to see. When a black woman uses that, that social capital and squanders it. Because that was, that's not a forced error. Like, I get it. You, Stacey Abrams wants to be firmly part of the establishment. That's fucking fine. But how the fuck you let the election, your primary election in your state fall to the wayside when the last time this primary came around, you talked all about, you pointed out what was going on. And now you got the money and, the, and 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 all of the backing and you just let it go through the wayside again. I don't care if it's Bloomberg money. You got the money. How you can't make this election happen in a in a, in a meaningful way in a in a timely way? How are you going to let them how, like what political influence do you have that you let them put these shitty voting machines in there that y'all knew they could not use. That nobody was trained on that was presented by a bunch of people who didn't have any background in the in the field. Like, come on, man. I'm really, I'm really sad because <clears throat> I really was hoping that Stacey Abrams would at least be a stand-up figure in this in 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 this political scene because we have so many powerful women coming around with your Ilhan Omar's and your Yana Poresley's and your uh Rashida Tlaib's and your AOCs. And you have so many great progressive women coming around, and you over here just Come on, man. The team is winning, yo. How are you gonna be the weak link in the team? Who said
1: she was on your team in the first place?
0: Oh, absolutely. You're 100 percent right. She was 1000 percent not on the team. She was absolutely <laughs> She's like, yeah, my not
1: on team, team is winning. <laughs> 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 oh shit, my team my team stay winning?
0: Damn. That 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 sucks. Man, and in fucking in New York, so we got two two completely like opposite uh headlines in new york you have uh them suspending habeas corpus which means they they can just detain you without actually that's not good offering anything and mind you new york i think new york is second only to maybe la to how many people they've been arresting in these protests and so they they've suspended habeas corpus but then they went ahead and said that they're not going to charge any of the protesters, but they then didn't release any of them, which means now I guess they're in a state of legal limbo. So, all of the people who are being arrested for protests in New York are, I, I they're, they have a 50 50 shot of being put into a legal limbo where they're just sitting, which it triggers me in to think about the Khalif Browder situation. Like, how many people who were doing something maybe not at all who ended up being arrested or put into the system, forced to be detained now, no habeas corpses, there's no due process due to, available to them. And then they're forced to stay in this and then they come out and then they have major issues. Which being in a New York jail will fucking give you major issues mm-hmm. with no idea of when this might end. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. So I don't know what's going on in New York, but Cuomo, once again, proving to be the trash bag that I thought he was, is furthermore just brutalizing the fucking people and i don't know how he fucking managed to get this whole pr turnaround with the through the earlier coronavirus response where people were loving him that's just crazy that's fucking crazy white people have this really weird like govern me daddy mentality like oh just govern me daddy like oh just do it oh just do it cuomo like what the fuck is wrong with you like, why do you yearn to be dominated so much by these fucking feckless bastards? Like, I don't get it. Like, it just blows my fucking mind. But, um, yeah, Cuomo, once again, proving to be just a terrible, terrible governor for the people. And, like, really putting a lot of the people trying to protest, protest peacefully in a very precarious legal situation. much One which could possibly ruin their lives, which is some bullshit, but... That is what it is. And then opposite of that, this is some wild shit. Because I'm super excited to follow this story. So in Seattle, Washington, uh, the police have been very abusive. Then the city council, which actually has a lot of power in Seattle, passed an ordinance that told them to stop using tear gas. Then they re- they just kept shooting tear gas at me. <laughs> Essentially, the, the city council said stop doing it. And the, the police, police were said, like, we're "Guess what? Why, what are you going?" They said, "What are you going to do? Call the police on us?" And kept using tear gas. So the crazy white people was like, "Yo, you know what? Fuck this shit. These niggas took a six by six areas, uh, six by six uh, city block area, um, and pretty much barricaded it off." And now it's considered the the Capitol Hill Autonomous uh, Zone. That. And they no longer abide by the police presence. The police aren't allowed in there. The sh- that shit... It, like, they put up signs <laughs> that say when you enter into this small little area, it's like uh, you have absolutely. left America. <laughs> like...
1: Pizzeria!
0: <area>. Bro. <laughs> they, oh, they, they took lit. over a small area of Seattle and bro so you know what's crazy like crazy it was crazy. funny because i saw this dude on twitter like i don't someone i followed commented on someone else's shit that commented on someone else's shit but uh, i went down the twitter rabbit hole and there was this this uh pretty high level i believe oracle technician who like quit his job and was like yo i'm gonna go to seattle and i'm gonna offer my services i want to help them set up a high speed internet." and when he got there they actually had an internet infrastructure set up for this small area <laughs> that was far beyond anything that he could burr, even burr, help burr, him, bro. And I'm yo, just like, yo, how did they set up a hippie commune in the middle of the city? That's pretty. And weird. then set that bitch up with better Wi-Fi than the whole country. Yeah, this shit is bananas. Yeah. But I love that shit, bro. Oh that's man, if Seattle becomes like an autonomous zone, is like another like America within America yo mark i'm coming to see you my nigga yo we about to go yo what oh, what man. i'll go crash with my dude, my dude mark we set up a little shop out there fucking set up a little uh like a little green area that could fucking sell produce to the autonomous zone be part of that fucking economy nigga what are you kidding me are you nigga That's pretty crazy. A, a small autonomous community of people that have wi-fi <laughs> nigga, you have my whole life fucked up If you think that I won't fucking go try to live in that shit You got my whole life I mean, I'm being hyperbolic I have a family and so forth that I have to, to consider this with. But bro, given no <laughs> Given everything being equal and I was on My nigga, I would already be gone <laughs> Nigga, I would have bought as many pistols as I can in California And cross state lines I'm out That's I'm out <laughs> Go fucking set up a little farm and sell fucking produce to the Chaz fucking uh, Autonomous Zone. I'm with it, nigga. But yeah, no, I thought that shit was hilarious, dude. I was like, yo, I wonder how long this is going to go on, bro. Yep, pretty much. Yo, like... Pretty much. Can you imagine... It's all fun and games. Well, hey, you know what I was going to say? You know what's really <laughs> funny? I was about to say, can you imagine if black people set up a small autonomous zone where we were making money and doing our own thing? Yeah, sure and you know exactly that. what they would do. Yeah, they would blow it up that. and burn, us all, mm-hmm. burn it down and lynch us. Definitely try that. They, like, they did it when the Black Panthers set up their little community in Detroit. They fucking firebombed that shit. They literally flew helicopters over and dropped satchel bombs into the homes of fucking Black Panthers who were homeschooling their children. So we know what would happen if we decided to make our own community and really be self-sufficient. That and I mean like one of our own communities, not a fucking hood where we're all forced to fucking live because we're redlined and nobody will rent to us or give to us jobs so that we're economically pigeonholed into only living in certain places. I'm not talking about that kind of our community. I'm talking about one of our communities where we chose to buy the land and move into of our own economic volition. You know what I mean? Like one of those. We know what happens when we do that. They fucking burn it down. That's why, man, this nigga over here is trying to start the illest race war, son. (laughs) Fucking Donald Trump wants to give... A speech by somebody who's supported by white supremacists, give a speech written by a, a fucking racist in a, a, a town that was burned down and lynched by a bunch of racists on a day that was set aside to celebrate liberation. Like, this thing is trying to start a race war. I'm sure that's all a coincidence, mm, bro. Like, I was like, come on, no, you can't. You, Come on, you can't. I'm sure you can't stack that much bullshit, and then
1: well placed coincidences that happen
0: to coalesce. Bro, then, the dog whistle. It's like it's like it's like the dog whistle so loud that even humans could hear it. It's like, damn, the dogs, the humans, everyone can hear this shit. Funny. Is it? He's like, man, you guys aren't even, just, you're not going to use innuendo. Yo, didn't you
1: see the, the shit that he wrote when he um where he was talking about the Secret Service, but he used S. What the fuck? Who does that? Who does that? Acronym, which is USSS. Same amount of characters, by the way. So, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? For an the idiot, he's wild, very well
0: versed in racist bro, uh, speech. You know what I'm saying? That's I'm, so, so I'm saying. Bro, the, the showrunners for 2020 are out of control. The
1: showrunners for funny.
0: 2020 are out of control, Yo, my clearly bro. Clearly,
1: they're run out of budget, and they're just trying to end the show as quickly as possible. So they just well, bro,
0: no, no, no. <laughs> Clearly, they're reading Twitter, and re- and they're writing the show based off of Twitter comments. Bro, doesn't that feel oh, like that? Man, that feels that's like that's funny. what's going on right now. Yo. It's like they're reading Donald Trump's Twitter feed, and they're writing the show based on that. Like, what the fuck? Hey, man. We're living in an exciting time okay is, is you this exciting
1: it you gotta live it up
0: mm. do we have to <laughs> shit is fucked up but live it up it bro. is what it is man this I yo i yo there's this video of this new orleans crowd so evidently they were peacefully protesting the police decided to arrest this woman and she was so humble like she didn't resist whatsoever she just she put her sound down put, put her hands behind her back she did yo The fucking crowd descended on those cops to the point where they just let her go. They were like, my bad. My bad. It was so heartening. Uh, I was like, that is what needs to happen. Stop being scared of these niggas. Stop being scared of them. There's not nearly enough of them. I swear to you, there's not nearly enough of them. I promise you. Like, there just isn't. Like, they have us so scared because of their asymmetric use of force. And it's just don't be scared of them like oh like i really wish i could man man why did it have to happen now i wish this would have happened like 12 years ago when i had nothing to lose man because boy (laughs) i would i had a i enjoyed it it's very gratifying it's scary it's dangerous it's all of those things but it's very gratifying to be out there on the front lines demonstrating for what you believe in especially when you know you're right and the other side is like refusing to acknowledge how wrong they are it's like okay that's cool i love that shit you know what makes my dick hard protesting the bullshit (laughs) but (laughs) yes it is what it is um there's still ton yo man my personal my personal intellectual i would say role model is cornell west and he was on and, and it's his fault he went on fox news and was talking to somebody who was very interested in cooning for fox and of course you know cornell west doesn't talk on fox to coon for them he talks on fox because he genuinely wants to save the souls of the people there like i am pleading with you you're on the wrong you know what i mean yeah but very very quickly they they were trolling him and this is this is not a situation that he takes very lightly it is a very very dire situation so his fiery indignation came very quickly and my man turned up i mean to the utmost like it was i know it was bad because i was proud of him like i know it was probably bad and untowards because when he was doing it i felt good you know what i mean and i know that if i felt good i probably did too much I know that like when I feel like I have gotten all of my shit out, I know that I've probably dug myself into the worst hole. And so watching him and 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 riding with him so fervently, I was like, you know we probably fucked up, right? <laughs> you know it's probably fucked up. You know we should have stopped way back there, right? But I still to I still find no fault. Um he was just he was being trolled by somebody who was intentionally twisting his positions and saying his stance. And he just had enough of it. And he was He was laying in the homeboy. He was letting him know in that in that great way where there's no profanity, but there is all the condescension needed to put you in your place. Yep, like it was great. And so I just wanted to shout out Cornell West. Attitude. Yeah, man. I just (laughs) I I just love I I appreciate Cornell so much, and he's usually such a bastion of calm and poise. And honestly, and you know me, nigga, I am a big fan of losing my cool. Nobody's got to tell you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if, if, if you live anywhere within 30 meters of me, you know I'm a fan of losing my cool sometimes. And it is what it is. But seeing him do it in such a way where he still managed to maintain certain uh decorum was inspirational to me. Makes me feel like, you know what, nigga? You could lose your cool in a better way, too, nigga. <laughs> like, even if he lost his cool, he was still the... The pinnacle of intellectual and academic yeah. uh, uh, poise and I really so appreciate that, that for West swagger. Oh 100 like and it's so funny because you see so many niggas like I watch Insecure you see tons of niggas with no swag there's no <laughs> just swagless niggas swagless niggas and um so I, I appreciate a Cornell because he's the epitome of swag you know what I mean and, and not just the, the braggadocious swag but just like the kind of swag that I aspire to have one day um, but yeah. On to other things. Oh, you, you finished with the politics, Howie? That one in particular. Okay, there's other okay. shit. Same, same. Um I also wanted to point out that whole uh, fraud with D Ray McInnes. and this so he is this kind of he is a black man who has pretty much made a living of corporatizing black movements. Um he is tagged on to pretty much every black movement. Thus far, since Black Lives Matter started, um, and he's pretty much been co-opted. When D. Ray signs onto something, you know it's probably not a thing. It's not like a thing for the Black community. Um, he think tank. He like I believe he's been brought into a lot of think tanks where he he parlays with white people and how to fix black problems, which he needs to parlay with white people on how to fix white problems and let black people fix black fix black problems, like. That's the worst part is that white people don't seem to realize that so much of our problems stem directly from their problem. Like, if you guys would get your shit together and didn't have an economy based off of exploitation and fraud, then black people wouldn't have to be oppressed to create a working class that's willing to commit your fraud for you, fucking assholes. But anyway, sorry. I'm trying to to chill. (laughs) But you know what I mean? D-Ray is a firm part of that establishment uh, co-opting engine of taking black causes and turning them into corporately friendly, corporately acceptable packages that companies would be willing to ingest. And so he presented this uh, idea of like eight can't wait. And these are eight reforms that immediately could reduce police violence. Sounds really great. Full of shit. Most yeah, of these it's reforms, it's way too catchy. It too catchy. It, right? It was hella catchy. I was like, nah, B. And so he was pushing this shit. It didn't take but a week for it to find out that it was a fraud. Most of the departments have at least five of these mechanisms already in place. Most of them still defy <laughs> these mechanisms outright, even though they have them in place. So it, it's not like these, these were... The reason why people go straight to defund as a route to abolition is because reform didn't fucking work we tried it like this idea that americans fucking have where we could just keep trying reform until it works like reform will eventually work is fucking stupid it's like no sometimes this shit is rotten to the core sometimes it just doesn't work and the idea of policing just doesn't fucking work and you know what we need to actually understand is the difference between policing and publicly and community based public safety niggas know about this shit because niggas know about knowing that hey there's a code of conduct in the streets that's community based public safety and guess what it actually works a lot because if you look at the fucking ratio of niggas packed on top of niggas in the fucking hood there should be a lot fucking more violence than there is but there isn't because guess what community-based safety works 99% of the time. And it's actually a very small amount of niggas, maybe two nigga, two dozen niggas in a hood that are actually, like, banging. There's only about two dozen of them in a given hood. Let's be 100% honest with each other. There's only about two dozen active niggas willing to pull hammers and get on the streets in each in any given block. That's not to say that the overall quantity... And so, like... If you look at that ratio of niggas who are who are doing that versus how many people live in the blocks that they live in, it's a very small amount. So community-based safety, public safety is a is a possibility. Now, what we want to do is we want to create a structure in which it encourages less niggas to do the banging thing and more niggas to do the let's do the engagement thing. And that's that's understandable. But the police ain't never been part of that. They've never been necessary for that. The police have never stomped out crime. They've never stomped out gangs. They've never done anything they've ever fucking claimed to do. Like, America, like, we really gotta wake up to this shit. The police literally have never ever done anything that they claim to do. And everything that they claim to have done could be do by could be done by a body of, of 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 people that doesn't have to go to like a fucking school of killology to learn how to kill you and murder you in the street and still claim that you were scared. You know what I mean? Like that, and that's not to say that we don't have special, like every other country it does this where you have a civilian authority that is not armed, that is about actual public safety. And then you have a fucking unit of people who have special restrictions on using firearms in the case it's necessary how does every fucking country get this except America? It makes no fucking sense. Like, we do not need the police in their current state. We don't. We don't need police. Like, the idea that you can't have public safety without police is America's own lack of imagination. You know what's funny is, um, and, it's, and, it's, and I only say this because global capitalism is a firm part of American policing. Because if you think that they're only funded by federal funds... You're crazy. Oh, no. Because they have federal funds, private funds, they have public funds, they have municipal funds. They they are funded like you think that wait, 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 wait. You think that the the LAPD budget stops at the three billion that the city puts into it? Because if you didn't know, the police athletic league takes donations. And if you didn't know, there's a lot of fucking rich people in LA who donate to the police athletic league and who donate to the lapd at large they have galas they fucking have people come in and give them money so they are they in a, a multi, multi 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 billion dollar industry <clears throat> so don't tell me that these niggas even need any of the money that they have we could defund them and they would be fine they probably would be fine without any of the funding from the state so let's let's be 100 percent honest They are a rogue organization in our country that has monopolized the use of violent force, and they have pretty much lobbied themselves into a position to make it legal. And it's bullshit, and we don't need it. And if we want to really think about being genuine uh, with with this whole policing thing and and actually take the idea of policing someone is fundamentally flawed. Like, I cannot police you. You cannot police me. Nobody can police anyone else. It's not a thing. We want accountability. We want people who adhere to the social contract, contract, and we want to have some form of edifice to to unify that. Whatever it is. The police aren't necessary to do that. They they have completely and utterly corrupted the idea of authority and safety in this country. But I want to move on from that cuz I've been I've been ranting kind of hard on that um what else we got going on here it's funny because um i hear a lot of people like the the arguments around voting are becoming more and more fervent as we get closer to the election as we see the debacle in georgia as people see more and more that four years of trump will mean the end of this country which by the way I, I think that what I've learned from the, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone in Seattle is that, um, that we'll survive. I actually wouldn't mind seeing another four years of Trump crumble this society to the point where it actually breaks down because we will figure shit out as people. And we don't need these. We need. And the unfortunate truth is that the government has situated itself. In such a way that it is so institutionalized that it will not abide by any changes. And so the only thing that will bring about progressive ideals is an absolute revolution, a crumbling of the government. Now, I would love to say let's reform the government. Let's reform the police. I am not uh, antithetical to those ideas. The problem is, is that those institutions have insulated themselves from any kind of change from the outside and so they have made themselves irrelevant. Any institution that refuses to change at the will of the people has made itself irrelevant, which means it must be abolished. I I would love to sit to to nonviolently reform all of these things, but they won't abide by it. So it is what it is. We are here now. And so there's been a lot of arguments made around, well, you should vote Biden, this and that. And the most, the only one that I've heard that has any traction with me, at least, is um the new, it's called the, the new terrain argument, is that in the terrain of a Trump administration, there is zero chance of progress. But in, in a Biden administration, you will be able to... To politic to get the things that you want. Now, I believe that to be false. I believe that to be false on the it's face of it. That's pretty funny. Because Joe Biden has consistently taken the stance opposite of every single progressive reform that could have benefited this moment in time. He has. He's, just, he's literally said it in public. I do not support any of the reforms, he doesn't uh, support defunding police. He doesn't support Medicare for all. He doesn't support. Uh, he, does, he doesn't support any of the. Poly- he doesn't support um, uh, reallocating stimulus money to people for for COVID relief. He doesn't support any of the things that that would bring the country to where it needs to be at this moment. And so I don't. Is it true that it's a different terrain? Like, is that a different terrain? Like, yes, he's a different person, and I can imagine in in, in a Democratic administration. They'll talk nicer to you, and they probably won't accept be so accepting of of, of white nationalists. But is that a different terrain? Because the white nationalists still exist in the country, and we still don't get any kind of progress. So is that different terrain? That's my question, and it doesn't seem doesn't seem like there there that there's any real answer. Like own every claim that Biden is different than Trump is rhetorical. They have yet to put a factual basis on the front outside of he doesn't openly support white supremacists, which is like, dude, do you think I give a fuck about that right now? Do you genuinely think I give a fuck about why? I live in the hood. How many white supremacists live in the hood? Now, I'm sure, yes, the hood exists because of the byproduct of white supremacy, I'm sure. But do you think they give a shit about that right now? Like seriously. Seriously. Like do you do you think that if Donald Trump were to pass the the stimulus bill people out here would actually not take it? Of course not. They would take it. And it would so who cares? I don't care what you believe. I care what you do. And And so if you don't if, if you don't plan on putting forth any plan in what you're going to do something for me, then you're no different than the person who's not doing anything for me already. And this person is, <clears throat> is, is pushing the country closer and closer to revolution. Donald Trump has his country closer to revolution than Bernie ever did. Bernie, by the way, doesn't support defunding the police either. Goddamn shame. And so... Yeah, I, I, I don't. I'm looking for revolution, and I don't see revolution in Biden. I I do see revolution in the Civil War if fucking Donald Trump gets another four years though. So I'm not gonna vote for him, but I'm sure as hell not gonna fucking stack my chips in Biden's corner. For what? For what? Nah, I'd rather see this shit burn down. I I, I just don't see the benefit. Like I don't get like you know what I mean. Like I don't get any state funds you know what i mean like i don't i don't see how how having this fake structure built up around us benefits i really don't like maybe there's a bunch of people who receive public assistance who need that to survive but that same public assistance is a short shrift from what they should be getting it's, it's not even commensurate with what they deserve based on the overabundance of society and so i just i i i just don't see the benefit of of this new terrain argument i don't see it i don't see how how at all um and biden is the official nominee at this point he's got the nomination from the Democratic party so it's a biden trump race but I just don't see how they can validate this new terrain argument that we need to switch from Trump to Biden because Biden, Biden literally said he wants to give more money to the police. And with that being said, we need to think more cogently about where the next step is in the future for people who are actually pushing for the defund to abolishment cause. Um, when it comes to police and before we can make that step to abolishment, like we could defund immediately and we'll we'll be all right. The current paradigm can still operate just with decreased budgets, reallocation of money, so forth. And that's, that's fine for the short term, but, um, to move to the next step to abolishment, we really need to have a solid idea of what community-based public safety looks like. And so... That's a discussion. I don't think that I have enough knowledge to fully encompass that discussion, but I do believe that there's we, you know, we can we can delve a little bit into the the beginning. You know what I mean? And so when it comes to community-based safety, uh, public safety, you have you're, what you're looking to do is address the problem of authority. So what ends up happening with the policing paradigm? is that it creates an unhealthy authority dynamic. And that unhealthy authority dynamic attracts people to it with certain pathologies that are expressed through the interactions they have with the public. So we would hope that through community-based public safety measures, we can uh, deal with that primary Authority dynamic issue that leads to a lot of police brutality situations. And so with that being in mind, what are the primary goals of public safety? The primary goals are to. To monopolize the authoritative use of violence, so we like to put onto the public safety mechanism the authoritative use of violence because it is it's very unhealthy in a social setting for individuals to express violence as a way of communication and so we have a public safety council that is supposed to take over that particular uh, that particular role so yeah um We also would prefer that the public safety apparatus take care of um, regulating exploitation in the public. So whether it is an employer-employee relationship, whether it's a interpersonal relationship, the public safety mechanism is meant to regulate that, as well as code enforcement. We need public safety uh, mechanisms to make sure that people are following the rules. Code enforcement, parking rules, traffic rules, uh, building code, uh, any uh, business code. You know what I mean? And so those are the things that we need the pub uh, the public safety mechanism to interface with, none of which require police. You know what I mean? And now in the few cases that there are, uh, you know, maybe violent or people who are using overwhelming force to prevent the public good then you have a unit of people designed to use asymmetric force to prevent that so you don't need 80 riot police no you equip maybe a dozen people to be able to deal with a very large group of people and because of the civilian oversight and the immense amount of uh uh of bureaucracy that goes into deploying them, they probably won't be uh, abused the way maybe a large police force of 2,500 people is. You know what I mean? Like you had in New York. So those are all just things that I wanted to bring to the public mind. Um, I think that there is food for thought. You know, we all are part of this. So everyone who who's here listening to this can contribute to this in their own community or on a bigger scale. You're all familiar with what you, you know, with avenues and and people you can can reach. So I just want to encourage people to think more broadly about those ideas because the police ain't it. I promise you, I promise you, police ain't it, and I promise you they're not necessary. There's too many places in this world who actually don't go at all with this idea of policing and they're very very productive they thrive and they're fruitful and safe and so let's just be as americans let's have better imaginations and to think that the world that we had yesterday is the only world that we could possibly live in but yeah with that being said follow us Oh, oh shit my bad very very
1: important yes um Uh, I wanted to give a shout out To Sabrina Fulton Trayvon Martin's mother Okay This week she has qualified To run for public office In Florida And she's seeking an open seat As Miami-Dade Commissioner In District 1 In Miami Gardens That why
0: Miami Gardens That's what's
1: up So I absolutely Did not want to You know what I'm saying Leave without Giving her a shout out And also letting the people In Miami Gardens know You know what I'm saying Like this you're always talking about community and building the community mm-hmm. this is your this is someone mm-hmm. who was hurt in the community and suffered a lot of hurt after that and she channeled that power in order to you know what i'm saying work in order to try to make a difference so you know what i'm saying this is the type of person to rally behind because she looks like she would have the community's best interest
0: absolutely over. she's everyone's mother mm-hmm. she's everyone's mother so but uh yeah Definitely. Definitely. Thank Shout you for to pointing that out,
1: Fulton, Man, that was that's. I'm really proud of her for that. That's that's awesome. I hope she wins.
0: Yes, those shots in the background were for her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So right on. Follow us on Twitter at HomeHeron, and we'll wrap with some wonderful words. Time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Have a great one, guys. Thanks for joining us. Take it easy. Peace.